Welcome to The Blueprint, the podcast for the world's visionaries and dreamers. I'm your host, Chica Chukudebelo, and we're going to get started. We're going to play a game. I'm going to list a bunch of movies and ask you for the common thread. American Sniper, The Hangover, Argo, The Lego Movie, and Magic Mike. Figured it out? These films were all released by the same studio, Warner Brothers. Our guest today is the Vice President of Production at Warner Brothers, Nyjah Kirkendall. At the ripe old age of 35, she oversees the making of multi-million dollar blockbuster films that drive moviegoers worldwide to the theaters. Her achievements have been featured in various articles in places like Variety and Glamour Magazine. And as impressive as these things sound, Hollywood wasn't always a part of Nyjah's plan. I grew up in Inglewood, California. Okay. I went to Brown University, and um, I actually did not decide I was going to enter into the entertainment business until well, well after college. Okay. What did you think you were going to do? Um, I, when I was at Brown, my major, I created my own concentration mm-hmm. and did a concentration mixing anthropology and media studies with a focus on film. And I had a fellowship to get my PhD. I was a Mellon Fellow. So I was a total nerd and thought I was going to read and study and write books about film theory and film in the African diaspora and and be a professor and teach and you're gonna be an academic I was gonna be academic I was on academia route she even received a prestigious fellowship to pursue her PhD knowing that getting her doctorate would take several years she decides to give herself a short break after getting her undergrad degree and took a job at CBS International to break up the monotony of academia Let's just say she wasn't there very long. It was literally like five, six months into the job, five, six months after I graduated from college because I started the job like two days after graduation. And I was just really shocked. Yeah. I was really shocked and was just like, really? Yeah, because that's is like, this what it's like to be an adult? Because you're young and you have no frame of reference. No, like, I was like, it's that easy to just be like, as hard as I work, it was like that easy right. to just kind of like be laid off, uh-huh. even though I didn't even do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just like, you know, I was very, I was 21. So I really had no idea <laughs> how things worked and what was going right. on. Despite being laid off from CBS International, who was at the time a part of the Viacom family, she still had advocates at the company who shopped her resume around and eventually landed in Viacom's corporate communications department. After being exposed to all the different facets of the entertainment industry, she decided she just might like this more than getting a PhD. And by that time, I started, I just got really caught up into that world and really was starting to think like, I don't know if I want to go back to school. That seems boring compared to this, Mm -hmm. you know? Having gotten a glimpse of working in entertainment, Nyjah's creative bug soon took over. I started just on my extra time, just because I was interested in it, doing film criticism for blackfilm.com. Okay. And through that, met you, started started doing coverage for yeah. Killer Films. Somehow met an executive who did development for Lee Daniels and started doing coverage for Lee Daniels. And then all of a sudden I was doing all these things in the film world, already loving film. My thesis was about film. I mean, I'm already love film, but I thought I was going to do something much more academic. Right. Okay, yeah. All of a sudden I'm working this full-time corporate job, doing all these things on the side centered around film and creativity and mm-hmm. directors and storytelling. Mm-hmm. And, 
and I really loved it. And mm -hmm. I just started taking on more and more. So she settled in her mind that all her creative side hustles were where she really wanted to be spending her time every day. So she tried interviewing for full-time positions where she would actively be a part of the movie development process. And I started going up for uh, gigs, creative gigs. Okay. So assistant entry-level jobs in creative in the film business in New York, right? So okay. development jobs for for Miramax. Um, I you know, was really trying to figure out if there was a position at New Line, you mm -hmm. know. But what was interesting is with my experience now from Viacom, mm -hmm. which was a business experience, mm -hmm. and I had been there for several years at, at this point, mm -hmm. I would go into Miramax wanting the creative job, and they would offer me the marketing job. Gotcha. Or I'd go into New Line wanting the creative job. They'd be like, what about business development? Like, gotcha. it, you know, it was always kind of like... Everyone wanted to pigeonhole you. Everyone wanted to pigeonhole me. Finally... Naja's big break arrived, but it required a leap of faith. She wasn't sure she was ready for. A friend of mine, Effie Brown, a producer, called me up and said the Sundance Director's Lab is looking for a PA. Mm -hmm. It's a really amazing experience if you're interested in film, and I know you're interested in film, mm -hmm. and you should really think about it. It's not a job, it's for a month, it's in Sundance, Utah, <laughs> but it's an amazing experience. Uh -huh. And so that actually threw me into a little bit of a crisis because then it was like I had to make a decision. Right. So I actually went, I still tried to keep my, I still tried to have my cake and eat it too. <laughs> and I went to my boss and I asked for a leave of absence for a month. And I was okay. like, I'll use all my vacation time, whatever you want me to do. Uh -huh. I just want to go and I want to have this experience for the month. It seems really amazing. Mm -hmm. And she said to me, no. She said, we love you here. You have this job as long as you want it. You could, you could do, you're really smart. You could go really far on this, mm -hmm. but this is not what you want to do. And you're too young. You need to decide, you need to go for what you want. Mm -hmm. You're too young to compromise. Do you think she was doing that to push you out of the nest? Cause they probably could have figured it out for you. Like could have figured she, out a way. She did that. She's actually still a really good friend of mine. Okay. And she was a great mentor uh -huh. and she totally did that to push me out of the nest. Uh -huh. She totally did that to push <laughs> me out of the comfort zone of having a job. Mm -hmm. Right. So mm -hmm. that was her okay. trying to help me and push me out. And I quit in that room. Uh, <laughs> you did? In that conversation. How I was like, well, feel? I guess I quit. <laughs> Brave choice. But her family was not having it. And I didn't really panic until I talked to my parents. My parents flipped out. Really? What did they say? My dad was like, you know Sumner Redstone. You're working your way up the corporate ladder. What is the film? What is That's not even a business. <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> oh, Mr. Kirkendall. Flipped out, huge fight. And then that's when I was like, what did I do? Uh-huh. <laughs> Fast forward a few years, Nija finally landed her first job as an assistant at a film production company and worked her way up the ranks of Hollywood. She's been at Warner Brothers for six years now and is living the dream, but it's not without its challenges. I got into the film business because I wanted to be really creative right. and I wanted to tell stories mm -hmm. and I wanted to support artists who are telling really amazing stories. Mm -hmm. And that's purely why I got into the film business. I really wasn't thinking, oh, I want to be a studio executive. Oh, I want to be, there wasn't a title to it. Right. You know, I just wanted to do what I wanted to right. do, which is make movies and tell stories and mm -hmm. work with amazing, amazing directors and writers. Mm -hmm. And then s several years into that, <laughs> you realize how much of it is a business. It is a, it's a business. You know, there's so many things that you have to deal with mm -hmm. in this day to day of making a movie that have nothing to do with being creative. Right. So this is for those of you who've decided to go through the journey of going after that dream any dream, whatever your dream may be. 
I truly believe that once you've made up your mind that you're not stopping until you get there, it's really only a matter of time until you have it in hand. But you need to know that even your best dream doesn't come in a perfect package. There are nooks and crannies and maybe even craters that you'll never see on this side of things. And you won't see them until you get close, until you get close enough to taste it. That kind of closeness only comes after you've made the decision to act and to move forward. So while being close is the only way you'll ever get to see them, that's not a reason to panic. It's just something you need to prepare yourself for. Now, given all the politics associated with Hollywood and the entertainment industry, there might be days when Nyjah wishes she'd chosen the quieter lifestyle of academia. But if you ask her what regrets she has, here's how she'd respond. Don't regret any decisions. I wouldn't, everything leads to this. Mm-hmm. So we want to hear about your beginnings. So tweet us at Show Me Blueprint and let us know how you're getting started. Be sure to include hashtag Way Out of No Way and hashtag The Blueprint in your tweets. To hear more about Nigel's advice on making it in Hollywood, check out her audio extra on our site, www.blueprintshow.com. That's it for this episode of The Blueprint from Chica Chukudabelu and The Blueprint producer, Sonatali Narciss. Be sure to tune in in a couple weeks where we'll hear from another visionary like yourself. Mm-hmm.